What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Hey. 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 <laughs> what's going on, mother lovers? Mother lover. That sounds like a, something and, Black and, Dynamite and, 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 would and, say. <laughs> mother was, that a, was that a quick segue right too. there already? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Starting it off early. Hey, what's oh, up, man. everybody? This is Geektastic Cypher. You are here tuned in to us uh, on FranklinArmstrong.com. And uh, we have an amazing show for you guys set up, and uh, we're really excited to do this like we do on the weekly. We apologize for the slight delay. We were just uh, setting up some stuff, but we're all here and set up. And, uh, and actually, we're not all here. We're not all here. Unfortunately, Skin Deep... I know. Skin Deep could not make it today, which is uh, really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully he'll be uh, he'll he'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. But it's just uh, he couldn't come this week, which really sucks. I always love having... Uh, you know, whenever someone's going to miss a day, we should actually have them pre-record um, their own their DTD for the day. Oh, you know... Oh. And just- <laughs> you joke, but I legit was thinking like... I wonder if we should like hit him up and be like, "Yo, dude, do you want to give your answers for the DTD?" And then I forgot. Right. To, I forgot to do it because I I really did think about that for a, for a hot second. I saw him today, and as he was leaving, I thought he came back to tell me something, and I thought it was gonna be the DTD, DTD but it wasn't. It was something else. It was something actually like you know. <laughs> he came back to give me this one gem, <laughs> but it wasn't what I was expecting. You're like all excited. You're just like, oh, he had a pen and paper ready and everything. Write it right now. Care. It does matter to him. DTD. No, he just wanted his pen back. Yeah, he just wanted. <laughs> He's just like, give him my ish right now. Oh yeah, I forgot. I can say shit. Sorry. Yeah. Sometimes I forget, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's still. You know what? That's it's so weird. It's true. I, <laughs> I always forget that we can just kind of like let go. We're not on the radio anymore. I mean, we don't need to swear. I I keep it as a break break in case you're that mad. Card. That's, That's why I use it for usually. Unless you try not to <clears throat> swear. Yo, you got mad frogs in your throat, homie. <sighs> ah. Yeah, you need some water nearby, yeah. dude. He does. I, I do, but it's just like not. It's not shaking. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I don't have that Perrier, <laughs> that good Perrier water. Oh, get out of here. Uh, I don't got that. No, no, I'm not saying that to even make fun of you. I'm just saying like I don't I, I don't have the good stuff. That's just tap water. <laughs> yeah, don't make don't make fun of it. I, I spend so much money on Perrier and club soda. Do you really matter, matter of fact because yo, dude, a lot. And because <laughs> of that, for Christmas, I yeah, uh, I told I told my aunt and my and my mom that my girlfriend really wanted a soda street machine. You know what uh, that is? Yeah, smart. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sparkling water on on command, and honestly, it's a lifesaver. So convenient, and like just as good, if not better, than Perrier. Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you add your own flavors to it? Like, is there? You can, you can, but honestly, my addiction is strictly to the fizz, right? So I like. Mm. I can drink ten gallons of water if there's a little bit of fizz in it. Interesting. Versus just regular. Yeah. It's all about that fizzy water for you. It is, it is. I don't really care. But, and it's also a good alternative to soda. So, like, here, just to backtrack a bit, I started drinking yeah. club soda because I realized I didn't really like soda. I just liked the fizz, the right? So, yeah. The carbonation, exactly. And then I just went from club soda to Perrier. And then over the past year, it just became a lot. <laughs> like, oh, you're just spending a lot of money on these things, right? Yeah. Um, although Costco is a lifesaver when it comes to that bulk. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're not a sponsor, but, hey, if they ever want to be. Mm-hmm. Um and How yeah, much just does that the, come the to when you game. start buying like cases and stuff? Man, um, so just to put it in perspective, the the machine itself is a hundred, almost two hundred bucks. So like one hundred and eighty one ninety. Mm-hmm. 
and then to refill the it comes with one free uh, gas tank, and then to refill the gas tank it's about thirty five bucks, and it's about three hundred pumps in each gas tank. So that's uh, mm, I don't know anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred actual glasses of yeah. sparkling water. Right. So and the and the cans like Perrier is like what twelve dollars for a case of like six. <laughs> You know, so it's not, it's not, it's not cheap. Yeah. So it ends up pretty much either coming to the same over time, but you're, I'm I'm paying for the convenience of it at this point. Okay. Yeah. For it to be at your home and not, you have to go in to get the can. Exactly. Exactly. Literally wake up up in the morning and just, (laughs) yep. (laughs) So do you drink water? Usually when you drink water, you drink like carbonated water. Uh, honestly, like sixty percent of my intake is carbonated water. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel that's a lot better than some people that are like, you know what? I need water with some sugar in it. That's I need fair. I need taste. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I I, I don't like. I, I don't know how interested taste. people are in my carbonated water drink uh, c- consumption. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we were just doing that for a quick little minute because I, I mean, I find it interesting. Uh, no offense to those to the listeners, but that wasn't for you. <laughs> that was, that was a me conversation, Mister Selfish over here. Yeah. The whole the whole fun of doing your own show is sometimes you get to be selfish and you get to be like, you know what? I want to know about carbonated water and I want to know how that works out. That's true. Uh, I want to. True, get- and I've never looked up like if there's any benefits or anything like that, but nah, to me there is. There probably is. The, you know, it gives you the burps. <laughs> That's. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to say a quick shout out to Lee J, um, who has been a loyal follower on a weekly basis of the show. Um, every time we go on and do the show, you can see that he's tuned in, which we really appreciate. So up, Lee big, big shout out to Lee J. Sup, uh, King? Respect King. So uh, you're, you're tuned in right now. And uh, yeah, to everyone else that's tuned in, thank you and welcome to Geektastic Cypher here on FranklinArmstrong.com. We have a great episode for you guys. We're going to be going over quite a few things. But first off, we're going to start off with the D-D-D-T-T-T-D-D-D-D as we do. Battle of the Frenemy. And uh, Tobes, I wanted you to uh, hit us off with this one because this is one of yours. Yeah. So today's DTD is what I just said before. It's called the Battle of the Frenemies. And the reason being, these two people we're putting together in a team usually are fighting each other. Yeah, I was going to say. Or on <laughs> opposite, sides, opposite sides of the coin in terms of like what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, except, for one te- except for one team, which we'll, I'll, get, I'll get to after. So the first team up that I have here, and actually these two characters, just so everybody knows, uh, they've been actually put together in a team before. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not just teaming them up because I want to. They've actually teamed up in comics before. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Spider-Man and Venom. That's our first team. Mm-hmm. These two usually team up to actually take down Carnage. Yeah. Um, because That's Carnage true, is yeah. just a psychopath and Venom can't handle him on his own. Obviously, Spider-Man can't. Uh, so they usually team up to kind of just like put that flame out whenever it decides to erupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Our second team is Wolverine and the Punisher. Interestingly enough, I only remember one team up, and it wasn't just the two of them. It was them and Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. It was in the Ghost Rider story arc, um, like, years ago. Okay. Um, I just remember the dinette, like, the, the, uh, the, what do you you want to call it? Uh, The interactions between Wolverine and the Punisher. Yeah, because they're both they like They actually brutes. are quite similar. Exactly, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah, yeah. similar. Though they they butt heads a lot, but they actually get along in terms of that. Like they know by any means necessary, they'll get things done. Mm. 
against killing obviously neither is the punisher so i think <laughs> they should actually i think this is a, a team a team up that should be explored more in, in marvel actually i would um, love because i know they recently put um they put dr strange and punisher together Funny enough that you bring it up. Strange. Yeah, in, in in the Secret Wars story arc, they put Doctor Strange and Punisher together, kind of in this weird side story where they ended up Doctor Strange's spirit ended up connecting, uh, like using um, Frank Castle as a portal. Yeah. So when he would shoot the machine gun, it was magical bullets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Marvel sometimes. Speaking of. And then when. That's true. Speaking of Secret Wars. Yeah. Cut you off there. I was gonna say, speaking of Secret Wars, that's actually the first time that Spider Man and Venom teamed up against uh, Cletus. Oh, in the original Secret enough. Wars, the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the modern Secret Wars that they just did, where Doctor Doom took over the world and they kind of patched together the uh, universe, in that one, it was kind of crazy because <laughs> I still don't understand why they told the story this way. But at one point, Wolverine is essentially hunting. Uh, Frank Castle and Doctor Strange is um, using Castle's body as an anchor like his his soul has been linked to Frank Castle's body oh wow and he's he's kind of like always over Frank's shoulder as a spirit talking to him and Frank's like doing magical mm. stuff and then Wolverine comes and attacks them and they essentially kill Punisher and then Wolverine ends up with Doctor Strange connecting with his soul connecting his soul to his body so funny enough you bring up these two they've both been able to carry uh wolf uh dr strange's spirit mm. that is yeah right weird story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah secret wars was a weird story <laughs> um <clears throat> okay and then the last team we have which i forgot i didn't mention already was uh, cable and deadpool um honorary mention because they actually have a movie coming out this year yep um, and they're a team up I think a lot of people are familiar with and a lot of people are going to be familiar with in yeah. the next few months um, and it's a hilarious duo we know Deadpool as being the, the wisecracking for, uh, fourth wall breaking just psychopath Yeah. and uh, Cable is just this guy that comes from the future uh, he's a son of Scott Summers and Jean Grey right? not Jean Grey technically if I'm not Clone, it, clone a, of Jean Grey. Uh, yeah, it's a clone of Jean Grey. Uh, so this movie's uh, gonna be complicated right, right, if they get into. I his doubt stuff. they're gonna. I doubt I they're gonna not. cover that. Well, well, they're not gonna go there. No, they no, won't no. go that deep. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. that, they won't. No. I think Deadpool um, would go there. Like he'll bring it up, and it'll just kind of like out of nowhere it'll be a fast forward of it. I like, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He's the type of yeah. He'll probably give us like a little like like a. Yeah, for the for the fans, he'll give us a little uh, Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll like, like break the fourth breath. wall. Sort of. Do a deep, <gasps> like yeah. he'll break the fourth wall and be like, "Dude, you know who yeah. his parents are? I mean, and then go into some random." And, and then now, just so you know, he yeah, goes like yeah, back yeah. in time. Like, yeah, I could see that. You know what's funny? This is cool about Deadpool. Is like aspect itself make just makes the story a grander story to tell just the fact that he can just stop the story the movie and yeah. talk to the audience for yeah. like a minute or two he's one of the only people awesome. who breaks the fourth wall and i don't mind because i usually <laughs> i legit hate fourth wall breaking in movies uh the only other time i find it okay was when jay and silent bob did it mm. um in in their movies and so, they don't break us uh strike back yeah and and, and, and i think they do it like they don't even do it often mm. And but I was okay with it. Okay. Other movies I can't stand it. I'm like, I don't need you to talk to me. 
You didn't, you didn't like the first one? Oh, that's not true. Ferris Bueller's okay, too. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's true. Ferris Bueller, Jay and Silent Bob, Deadpool. Hmm. Funny enough, Deadpool does it and then also has a nod back to Ferris Bueller. Yeah. So I, that, 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 that full circle thing, I respect. I respect. I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Respect. Put uh, some respect on my <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah. So okay. that said, that's our three, uh, those are our three teams. And uh, I think we're going to let Jaws D go uh, first this time. Jaws oh, no. All right. <laughs> He's like, please. You got no me. choice. The judge has spoken. All right. So let's <laughs> see. Wrong show, buddy. Wrong show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I... <laughs> By the way, uh, that's a reference to our other show, That's Canon, that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, our boy over here Very plays soon. the uh, the judge. Toby plays the judge in the first episode uh, in our game, <laughs> Judgment Call. Anyways, back to the show. Jazzy, hit us with your DTD. I would team up with Spider-Man and Venom because the fact that they took down Carnage. Yeah. Uh, and that is insane. That is crazy. Um, just... The fact that, you know, they used to be terrible enemies before and the symbiote really doesn't like Spider-Man and then they get back together and they're good now. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Hmm. I will drain. I think I'm going to drain Punisher and Wolverine because if I, I feel like if I drain Deadpool, the fact that he's like immortal, <laughs> yeah. he's kind of crazy. He's always out there. <laughs> And like I find the dynamic with Deadpool and Cable. Cable's the straight man, and Deadpool's the wild, crazy guy. Yes, yes, um, very much so. And but wait, did you say you were? What did you say you were doing with Spider Man and Venom? Uh, he's Team, teaming up teaming with up them. with them. You didn't say you're teaming up with them. teaming yeah. up with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I like those guys way too much. I have to team up with them, and I would drain Wolverine right. and Punisher, and probably defeat Deadpool and Cable. So I want, I want, Ooh, I want, okay. I want the immortality without the insanity. So Wolverine, yeah. So Wolverine. <laughs> it's, just like that, that. it's just that every girl I'm with will always die. That's the curse. That's that is the, a curse of Wolverine. That's the what? curse. He, he can never fall. But you know what? For someone who can't find love, dude has a lot of kids. He finds a lot of love. <laughs> he finds a lot of love but, and they always die, but he has a lot, a lot of, of kids. kids that, 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 those kids didn't come out of him though. No, no. <laughs> that's true a lot of them are clones a lot of them are clones no, no, I like clones <laughs> so you know you got that's so, crazy he doesn't have that curse actually yeah so that's true that's the thing I know about that's the that's thing dark. I know about that guy damn Josh you had to make that shit real homie. well yeah man I mean he's just like I'm just gonna remind you guys this mofo out there loving these women and they all die it's a yeah. gift and a curse yeah it's a gift and a curse mm -hmm. and then yeah same with Punisher his whole or family's gone yeah oh <laughs> damn <laughs> Okay. Live forever and know that wow. you can't really be with anybody. The end. All right. <laughs> Who's next? That's uh, interesting. I'm, They're actually the two team, the the two, the one team where they both kind of like suffered losses in grand ways. Heavy yeah. losses. Yeah. The others, like Spider Man, yeah, only had I, what yo, Uncle Ben. I mean, of dude, course. Every time I think about like people who've lost things, I think about the fact that like you know Spider Man, yeah. your uncle. I'm sorry. That's really sad, but. How about you calm down yeah. with that ish? Because some people have lost a lot more. <laughs> Clark yeah, Kent lost exactly. his planet. Ah, <laughs> oh, he was a baby. He didn't even know. Still though, if you found out, like, oh, by the okay, sorry, Martian Manhunter, then there we full go. grown adult. Yeah, he lost his planet. There you go. Uh, he had to watch them you, all. You know burn. what's funny about that? That Spider Man. So Spider Man's loss for me, the biggest loss is Gwen Stacy. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's the loss that I made agree. him who he is. Yes. Not Uncle Ben. Yes. I agree. Uncle Ben is just yeah. the one that 
guides him towards needing to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Gwen right. Stacy's death is what made him realize he needs to actually save lives. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because and that's not explored a lot. That's just kind of put to the wayside for yeah. Mary Jane when people don't realize that Gwen Stacy. They tried it with the Amazing Spider. They did. They didn't but do a good it, job, it just but wasn't well executed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I agree. I think that uh, I think they should have started with Gwen Stacy in the first one. I know Mary Jane had been the more popular right. character for most people, and that's probably why they went with her. And I get that. I get that. But I, I, I also going to tell the story. You got to tell the story. Yeah, exactly. And that's something we've always said, right? They they all like to write these crazy stories, but they don't like to tell the story from the beginning. They're kind of just like, well, what's the popular yeah. story right now that we could tell that the people would be down with? And then they do it, and then it's not as interesting. So, and it doesn't work, and then you've just ruined like a good few years before you can go back and remake a new one. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. Um, okay, I, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. Okay, uh, Wolverine and Punisher mm-hmm. definitely teaming up with those two. Okay, those are my tanks. <laughs> I am sending them boys out to take care of business mm. because Wolverine going berserker mode mm. with like Punisher as his sniper from in the yeah, back. Yeah. You ain't getting any. Oh, you ain't going nowhere. Right. Like, anything I throw those two at is done. Mm-hmm. And I'm more than happy to say that on record. If you have a team up and you, like, if you're going, co- like, special ops, mm-hmm. Wolverine and and Punisher would be the team in the Marvel Universe for special ops. Yep. You throw in That's Black it. Widow, you, you win. There's, there's no defeating that team. Black Widow with her spy style, Punisher with your like brute force, assassin style sniper rifle, like yeah, yeah. guys got, and Wolverine who can, you know, you got to get him to shave low because when he gets bullet all sponge. hairy, but you know, <laughs> bullet sponge, there you go. He can take the shots. He can go berserk. He, and, but he's also small. One of the things the movie got wrong is he's not six feet tall. You know, he's actually a small dude. He can get into small spaces. But because he's six feet tall in the movies, that's when you got more women into him. Uh, and that's where you can make so more money. Silly. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm I'm draining Wolverine. I, I'm teaming up with Wolverine and Punisher. Mm. I'm draining Deadpool and Cable. Okay. Um, because uh now Deadpool is Cray. Yeah. One hundred percent. Looks like an ugly mofo. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm I'm willing. I get that. Burn it's, burn victim. <laughs> not like gotta cover it up. M- more than a burn victim. <laughs> uh someone what is it that they say in the last movie? You look like a, a avocado and a something gone like a testicle gone bad. Like I don't know. They do some got nasty it on, got it on together. Yeah, or something, something like that. that. Um but cable cable, however, is powerful Mm. and that's something that a lot of people like this dude has gone through tons and tons of adventures and has protected and has sacrificed and has had heartbreak um i know he's constantly his healing factor or something is constantly helping him he his um his psychic psychic abilities holding back the the reason his his arm is metal is because it's an actual uh living tissue virus yes that's trying to take over the rest of his body so he's always technically using a part of his power yeah. to protect so he's never at full power he's never yeah. at full power that's why I have Wolverine and Punisher on my team because I'm never at full power even but though even, tech- but even when he's not at full power he's still kicking exactly. a lot of butt like if you if in the comic book if you read about X-Man X-Man is Cable but from an alternate universe yeah and that dude is powerful as all fuck because I think um, the whole reason he has that uh that uh that thing that arm yeah. issue yeah, yeah, yeah. is because uh apocalypse is looking for a new body to inhabit oh, okay and so he what he'll do is he'll clone people so that's why 
sorry, spoiler strife. for yeah, strife. Yeah, so yeah. strife is cable without that yeah. issue and cables, and so he tries to see who's more powerful. Yeah, and obviously cable wins out. Yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder: if you guys are tuned in on the live feed on Facebook, it's going to end soon once uh, Toby's done his DTD. So you guys make sure to check out the rest of the show on FranklinArmstrong.com, and you can also check it out at FranklinArmstrong.com/live. Mm. Uh, if you're on mobile, you'll get it. It'll be easier access because the player will just pop up. Uh, so FranklinArmstrong.com if you're on desktop, FranklinArmstrong.com uh, on your mobile, but slash live also works. Uh, so tune in, tune in. Uh, Tobes, you want to hit the people with your DTD? Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> there's a little bit of crazy on all three teams. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm defeating Spider-Man and Venom, by the way. Sorry, by. I didn't say it, but you knew where I was going. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They, yeah I knew where exactly <laughs> you were going. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of Venom as a character, to be honest, actually. That's as a villain, I always found him OP for Spider-Man. It's just always like Spider-Man barely escapes. There's almost no point in them facing each other. Yeah. Mm. Um. So them being on a team that actually take take on Carnage, who seems to be the bigger threat, who actually can take down Venom. Yeah. Um, That's a huge plus. Um, hmm. The one thing about Cable you were mentioning before about his abilities, by the way. Yeah. That he has that techno organic infection. Yeah, yeah. But but later on, it actually subsides, and he's actually like powerful, almost uh, uh, similar in power to Nate Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, um, and he's fought Wolverine to a stalemate in yeah. a couple story arcs. So, man, oh, don't get me uh, wrong. I know Cable's powerful. It's just that I know yeah. that he has that virus, and that the beginning of his character, the or- original story, is he's constantly at a state of diminished power because. A percentage of his energy is being it's expended doing just that, like yeah, fighting. Yeah, and, off he, the and he actually, and he actually eventually uses it so much that his telekinesis and telepathy actually gets drained down to almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he has to rely on his hand-to-hand combat skills a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which he did actually. He fought Captain America hand-to-hand and beat him. So oh I don't yes, know. in <laughs> the event, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did in the uh, the Avengers versus X Men, right? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, okay. <laughs> Yo, you're uh, rethinking. <laughs> Cable's no like joke. Cable, and honestly, I feel like having Deadpool as a partner, he's immortal, he's crazy, he's quirky, but I seem to be the only person who actually has some sort of control on him. True. I look forward to um, for that reason. Some, some sort of control. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm actually going to drain Cable and Deadpool. Okay. I will be teaming up with the Mercs. Okay. Okay. The Hercs. The Hurricane, the Blitz, Wolverine and Punisher. <laughs> so what's funny is when you were like, no matter what I throw those two at, you you said that before. Yeah. Normally the saying is no matter what I throw at those two. Yeah. But it actually works because you can throw these two at something yeah, that, and you're it, probably... <laughs> that was my mentality. Yeah, I meant to say it that way because I oh, want well, to throw... Yeah, okay, like, like no joke, I it may, like the moment I said it, it's because I was picturing Colossus throwing Wolverine with what is it called? Pinball? No, uh, fastball special. Fastball special, where he tosses. Uh, Colossus. Did he do that with Deadpool in the movie? No, I don't think so. But I know he does. It, he does it with Wolverine in the comic book. He does in the third, the third movie. No. Oh, maybe I don't remember. I think in the uh, X Men Three, I think they did that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yes, did, yes, did, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I meant to say throw them at something because those two well, together. There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually going to team up with them, and unfortunately, against everything I know, that right? I stand for, yeah, <laughs> I will be defeating Spider Man and Venom. 
Yeah, I know. <gasps> I know. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're, right? you're, you're a pretty big Spider-Man fan. Huge, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I, I can't wait for that uh, Miles Morales movie to come out. <laughs> Yo, man, that that. Oh, I'm actually working on getting for the future. We are working on getting an interview with one of the artists that worked on the project. He's not allowed to discuss the project, but he will be able to discuss other projects he's worked on, mm-hmm. which I feel might give us an insight to some of the like the behind the scenes process of working on an animated movie like that. Right. So, um, yeah, that's in the works. Uh, it's actually a buddy who used to live in Montreal who moved to the states oh. uh, originally to work for EA in the states, and then. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, if you guys have ever been to my place or seen some of the posts that I posted on my personal Instagram and Facebook, um, you might have seen posters of like uh, Jay Z wearing an Expos cap. Yeah. And KRS One, uh, Notorious B.I.G., Snoop Dogg, Busta Rhymes, and um, I think that's all, I think that's the five of them. Those posters were drawn by this artist, by ah, Patrick. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Patrick, nice. um, so fingers crossed that we can set that up to happen sooner than later. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the DTD guys this week. Uh, thank you very much for watching on the live stream. If you guys are watching on the live stream right now, make sure to change over to franklinarmstrong.com and uh, you can check out the rest of the episode. Uh, so we're going to continue right now. This is View the Right Thing on Geektastic Cypher. And uh, we we got uh, a few things to discuss for you guys. We're gonna we're gonna go over some stuff with you guys. So for those of you who are big fans of some good quality programming, there's a little show called Mr. Robot, and I feel like a whole bunch of you should have seen it, if not have seen it already. Mr. Robot is an amazing show um, that stars. Uh, oh man, what's his name? Malik. Hold on, I'm just pulling up his name because I don't want to get anything wrong. But Mr. Robot is Rami Malik. There we go. Rami Malik, Christian Slater. Uh, we got Portia Double, um, Carly Chaikin, who uh, I feel like she's been in like a million and one different shows, mm-hmm. but uh, I can never remember all of them. I always just remember, I just recognize her face. She's one of those actresses that's been in a lot of stuff. Um, uh, she yeah, was yeah. In, you'll, you'll hear in something, you're like, oh, she was in this before. Like, yeah. yeah. Her face is like, yeah, common Hollywood face. Oh, I recognize her from this. Uh, she was this the sister <laughs> on Suburgatory, that ABC series that was from a couple of years back. That's why I recognize her also. Oh, I, I um, never watched that. Uh, I actually liked that show. It was it wasn't a great show, but it passed the time. <laughs> it passed okay. the time. Uh, but yeah, so Mr. Robot is a series about a a young man who uh, Elliot Alderson who is broken. Mm-hmm. The dude is broken. He he goes through a lot of stuff. He he's gone through you know a major loss in his life. He's dealt with you know confusion. He he's also gone to the point of he he he's lost so much and he's so confused about the world he lives in. And if you guys have not watched season one, I'm sorry, but I'm about to spoil something for you. So you know at this point you might as well. Yeah, because I'm talking about season like three. Yeah, but he he kisses his own sister. Whoa. Because he forgets that she's his sister. <laughs> how, how does one forget yeah. that? Exactly. That's how the thing. How does one forget? His mind is so broken, and he has these kind of blocks in his brain mm-hmm. that I guess he's built up over the years where he doesn't realize... Like, he forgets people. Like, he forgets his sister is his sister. He thinks she's just a girl that he, like, works on stuff with. And it, the scene where he kisses her is so awkward. Well, because as it should of be. Of course, and it's well done. <laughs> but it's just so crazy to see that kind of interaction between a brother and sister. Because you don't know it's his sister. 
Like you're just you're, right. Oh, so Star Wars so, style. So here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Why did it take them that long to clue the audience in on that fact? Because I felt like if we knew, we I, I mean, you kind of had your suspicions. You don't really know who she is. You don't know if they're related. Or yeah. Not. I mean, I I think I they did like it if because we had it, if we. I didn't want to know. I'm happy they did it that way. I I didn't want to know more of the because it. I think the reason they did it that way was the reveal is so much more when it happens. Like more that, waiting behind it because of that. There's so much weight behind it, dude. He kisses his sister because he doesn't remember her. How messed up do you have to be? And I mean, yeah, those are hints because in season one, you find out there's a character. Christian Slater plays a character. <laughs> Jaws D's face is just like, nah. uh, nah. no, but Mm-mm. Mr. Robot is a character played by Christian Slater who and, you know, the whole story is about that. These guys are trying to hack essentially big business. Right. And they're trying to bring biz- big business down. Because big business is evil and it's evil core and they're working on trying to stop them. Okay. Because they've taken advantage of the little people Mm -hmm. and they as the little people have been taken advantage of by them. Right. And the way they go about it is they start to orchestrate a hack as uh, the F Society. F Society is essentially anonymous. Okay. That we know in our world. This is a commentary on that. And, you know, they go through a whole bunch of stuff season one, but the major parts of it, and I'm sorry for once again, if you guys haven't watched the show, but Christian Slater's character is a, a, a persona inside Elliot. He's he's not a real person. Oh, snap. Elliot is Christian Slater. Oh, so like Fight Club. Exactly. Um, and he's, I'm, he's, he's schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, no, that's not true. No, multiple personality. Isn't it a uh, split personality it's disorder? Not multiple, well, that's the thing. If it's a split personality, then he would be talking to you as Mr. Robot. Like, but he, he would does embody those people, right? He does. Remember, he talks that's, to Mr. Robot at, in season one. He doesn't know Mr. Robot is a person inside his head. He thinks Mr. Robot's another person. Like, they talk to each other. He, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, is that not so like split personalities usually don't Oh, like, you don't you don't speak to like the that. other character the other person. People, yeah. Right. You're you're you are that character. Yes. Or that person. Hey so man. So he would be Mr. Robot. Yeah. He's not talking to. So I don't know what the mental disorder is. I can't remember it right now. Well, I mean it's, that's it's definitely in the extreme where like you're mixing fictional things with real life. That's yeah. pretty messed up. Because later on in the show he does have it does become a split personality where they they in, he they can't speak anymore. It gets to a point where like one takes over when the other one's asleep, quote unquote. Because remember, he starts to. Oh, okay. Yeah, later on in the show, it starts to be that like you know there are times where Mister Robot does things and Elliot doesn't know, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Wow. And then they start working. So his illness it actually gets it actually gets worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It starts to get and it. But it, I mean. It, it flip-flops almost because there's times where it's like that and then there's times where Elliot's like, I need to speak to him. So he isolates himself and then has a conversation with Mr. Robot. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. The reason uh, I season three just ended, or that's not true. It ended a while ago. I just finished watching season three. <laughs> there you go. I was able to just catch up on everything. And I, I got to say, the, the way the show was done this season... Season one was set up in a way that, like Jaws D said, very reminiscent of Fight Club. Okay. I didn't clue into the fact that it was reminiscent of Fight Club, but a lot of my friends said to me afterwards they could tell that they weren't. He was. It was two different. Pe- it was like okay. one guy with two different minds, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
I, I never knew that. I didn't catch on. So that reveal for me was always awesome. That's Because I like TV shows that can actually trick me. Because mm-hmm. I watch so much television that I haven't been shocked in years. Right. Um, I mean, Star Trek Discovery. We're going to make him kiss his sister. Let's see if <laughs> Brian reacts to that. Got him. Got him. That'll get Brian. <laughs> Got him. Sick yeah, bastards. All, all the TV shows are just trying to beat the Brian Peter. Yo, what- man. Uh, you can ask one of my buddies. I remember when Jimmy Kimmel did that uh, viral video with the girl who does yoga and then flips over and lights herself on fire. Mm. I said from the beginning, oh, that's fake. Mm. And people were just like, no, no, it's this vi-, and it's a viral video and it's going over. And then I was like, no, nah, man, it's fake. And people were just like, why would you say that? I'm like, something doesn't feel right about it. And then I was right. It was Jimmy Kimmel. It was a whole setup. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how that like you got a six cents for TV. Show. Exactly. Like all this stuff I watch, I'm just like, eh, I can tell where this is going a mile away because, you, you know, I have an addiction. It's mm. a problem. I say it regularly. Everyone laughs. But I, I need help, guys. Anyways, uh, season three goes on. Uh, season two was really good. Uh, once again, a lot of broken mind, fractured mind type situations. And season three gives us more of the same, and but does it goes well above and beyond. I mean, Elliot starts to understand that he's sick okay. and is trying to um, curb some of the activities that Mr. Robot is doing, mm-hmm. meaning he's essentially trying to stop himself, um, which is very interesting as the story uh, moves forward. It's very similar to, I guess, once Fight again, Fight Club, <laughs> in which the... But they do it differently. I, minute, I mean, I am the monster. I yeah. have to stop him. Like, you know, this the, when they have the flashback in Fight Club and he's punching himself, mm. and he's just like, fighting so-and-so was very much like, fi- like fighting, punching myself when I... to In, like trick my boss or that scene where he's like yeah fighting myself in front of my boss felt a lot like fighting tyler for the first time right and you're like oh okay and i mean a lot of mr robot goes Mm. through similar things Well, there's other part where he's like running around and trying to figure out uh who tyler durden is and they kind of like give him the nod kind of thing yeah and mr robot has stuff like that where you know um elliot's character does things and people are just like like we've met before like we <laughs> we planned this murder together it's like wait oh, what? what not not a murder but you know yeah, yeah. Uh, something on par with as evil oh, um, okay but yeah i mean uh, one the, thing, i think i saw a bit of clips of the show and i hmm. remember one thing i did like is that they actually get into the uh social social not social hacking what is it called again when you're when you're doing social stuff to get things to go your way in real life I think you're right. It's social hacking. Social hacking? When you like when you hack a person. Yeah. Yeah. Or or like Oh yeah, yeah. They make reference to the fact that he hacks people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hacks people, he hacks machine, he can hack anything and that's what makes the character interesting. Mm-hmm. Um it makes his Yeah, one of the first one of the first scenes in the first season. Actually, no, the first scene in the first season is him actually screwing somebody over by hacking their life because yeah. I forget what the guy did. Pedophile. But he was a bad person, he was a pedophile, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of like, you know, these yeah, yeah, and he does that. Anywhere, he he definitely has a hot uh, a soft spot for people for kids being mm-hmm. abused or animals because he there's a few mm-hmm. times throughout the series where people have taken advantage of or are, are disgusting monsters like the first guy or um, Craig Robinson's character who's super interesting who turns out to be running mm-hmm. an illegal website that like has child trafficking and all that stuff Jeez. like he takes care of those people like he gets rid of them and that and social engineering that's the name of the social word. engineering didn't even have to look it up yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I recommend Mr. Robot. View the right thing recommendation. If I was supposed to give the entire run of the series on five, I would say mm, 3.5 to four. It's that good. It's a type of show that 
Yeah, I like to binge it. I can I can binge it. I can not binge it. Any at any point, I enjoy it. It's I think it's a really good show. So highly recommended. Highly recommended. I, nice. I like I liked it a lot. I actually watched the whole first season, but because again, I don't know how you have time, dude. There's so I, many shows. It's hard Toby, for me to keep I, up after I, the first season. Sometimes I, I don't have time. I am an addict. I am. A, I'm saying it again. <laughs> I need so, help. like these pleas that you're saying are real. You do want us I, to get you help. I, I, I need Jesus. It's <laughs> <laughs> an intervention, he can't Brian. Save you now, man. It's an intervention. Yeah, it's an intervention, I, Brian. If I don't there's watch real stuff going on outside, what? you don't have to watch people doing things. What you think this 60 inch TV <laughs> I bought myself is because I want to be outside? No, look homie. At him. He's 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 mowing the lawn. I need to know how this ends. <laughs> yep. This person's putting up a tempo. Dude, I would probably watch the security feed for the oh entrance Lord. to my building if I had nothing else to watch. Don't do it's that. It's an addiction, guys. <laughs> oh, Lord. I okay, need... that's a little too <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm just... Am I joking? Who knows? Okay, keep going. <laughs> What's going on today? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, Toby, you wanted to talk about the one, the only, the gifted. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this pretty much for the past, what, I know. months? I'm so oh, sad that Skinny's yeah. not here because I know he definitely wants... To discuss this i know maybe we'll bring it back next week yeah um, i'm sure we're not gonna touch on everything because there's so much to say about the show um i mean fox um <laughs> was tasked with like a difficult task oh yeah a good show set in the world of the x-men without actually using any popular x-men characters yeah yeah right so yeah it's all b-listers it was, and, and, uh, yeah exactly. mostly b they exist yeah. in a post x-men world um and it starts with you like meeting a family who you know they look like an ordinary family and everything's going well and all of a sudden it turns out like there's this whole like mutant uh the humans are cha- are uh pretty much hunting mutants mm. uh because there was an incident involving mutants that you know it was pretty much a terrorist attack so ever since then mutants have pretty much been under the gun on the run um and uh, the Strucker family are in the middle of all this because the kids turn out to have mutant powers too, which gets revealed in the, at the school. I think it was a prom night or something like that. Like a yeah, it was just dance. a school dance. Yeah, the school dance, and the kids, uh, the little brother Andy, is getting bullied. Um, and he, you know, it turns out his power is to make things shake. Yeah, <laughs> or some kind of tele- I think I think he has a he essentially has like a yeah he has a telekinesis because he can bend things. He has to be able to focus. Yeah. He can move things with his mind. Mm. He The way exactly, they depict it at the much. beginning is not very clear because it kind of just looks like whatever he's doing is just crushing everything around yeah. him. But it's actually that he is telekinetic and can control things. And I then think, I think yeah. like if, it, if that's how he kind of falls into it, then yeah, it's not going to be very clear when, no, yeah. when he... Yeah, it was it. definitely that first episode. It's really like, what is happening right now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tobes. Yeah. No, it's okay. And when we first actually started watching this show, our main thing was that, like, we didn't want this to be just a continuous mutants on the run thing, and they're not really going on the offensive a lot. They're just pretty much, you know, playing defense. Yeah. They actually did a good job, as as far as I can tell. I mean, there was maybe one episode or two where things were slow, but obviously that, you can tell that's just, like, they're buying themselves time, maybe, you know, to kind of come up with something better to end the season with. And, man, did they end it. I, th- I thought they ended really well. Yeah, and it's almost like we predicted this as well, right? With the brother going. Yeah. See. Okay. Now. Actually, well, we can we can go back a little bit. Here's here's my thing that I got really annoyed with for the show. We had a, a mid season finale, mm. kind of 
it wasn't really a mid-season as much as it was like two weeks off. But we ended that episode where they are pretty much cornered and they're about to use their powers, the the the, the Von Struckers or Strucker or whatever name they go by. Um, and they're about to use their powers for the first time. They use the power. They're, they're, they're like, not for the first time, but they, you know, they're going to use the power against somebody for the first time. Actually going to do it. They're holding hands. You know, Andy's been the far more aggressive brother in the series so far, a sibling in the series so far. I got really excited about it. And then all of a sudden, he goes, we can't do this. I don't, I don't want to kill everybody in the building. There's some innocent people here. And dude, I was here, Poe Dameron. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> okay, this is a really weird twist that you're going on because so far you've shown this person to be like, when he wasn't angry at humans, he was angry at mutants, you know? He's just like, these people don't trust us. We should go. Oh, the humans don't like us. We should kill. Like, he's always angry. But then, lo and behold, now he's all of a sudden got a heart of gold. And I was just like, okay, cool. He has a heart of gold. But what do they do? They flip him back and make him the far yeah. more evil one. Right. Easily influenced by the cuckoos. And I'm just, I, I don't think it's good writing. Because it, it, it didn't make me see the character evolve any more so. If anything, it just annoyed me seeing the character do that. Because I was just so like... You, there was no growth. You There was like a yeah. sharp left turn to bad, sharp right turn to good, and then another sharp left turn to bad. Yeah. So it wasn't like... You, you didn't see a path. There was no... The writers, yeah. the writers got bored and they wanted to like shake us up but they didn't shake us up instead they just wrote a bad yeah, story because we knew he was bad exactly from the first episode exactly <laughs> we were just waiting for when he would go back exactly right? why, not keep, why not just continuously keep him bad not give us a good version of him for a split for one episode yeah it was it was it was weird it was i, I agree with you on that point for sure I, they should have just stayed on the on the bad path yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I, I wonder if they did it because they were hoping that you know they made him so unredeemable so far because he really does seem like he doesn't care about anything, and then it would just make it so easy for us to be like, well, we knew he was gonna go bad, so let's give them a twist. But it wasn't a twist because I saw them do that, and then the the moment later, I was just like, well, he's not gonna stay good. He's he's not an he's an inherently bad person right he has these powers yeah. and he's the type of person who's just like this power is i, I have power so i want to use the power mm -hmm. yeah and he has some pretty dang good powers yes compared to everybody else uh, yeah he's a he's a he's young he's just punch drunk he's he's drunk at this point with power yeah. with his with lauren the sister who's essentially a poor man's like you know, invisible st girl like Sue Storm. Oh, yeah, she feels like yeah. that, dude. She, you know, makes here's my bubble force and field. And stuff like that. <laughs> I would okay. love to see her go full power. Um, Anyways, yeah. What what would that look like? What, what would full power I mean, look like for her? I would like to think that because <laughs> you know that Sue Storm is like actually in the comic book way more powerful than she can put a bubble in your brain and give you an aneurysm. Oh, understood. I'm just not sure if... I don't this, think she started she, off that I mean, way. No, no, she... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, mm, Dr. Doom, huh? <laughs> Pop. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I would love to see... I would love to see, uh, like, Lauren evil and doing things... Not, you know, aneurysm level mm -hmm. be bad, but... With people in a bubble and make them suffocate or something. Sure. Do, well, do, I mean, do, make do, them pass out, yeah. It's a Virgo evil kind of flip that on us. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And how would that have worked? Do you think it would have been better to have her go evil? And how would that have worked? Oh, man. Okay. So, thank you. 
to make her go evil, you ba- make it that the when they kill the girl, Dream, or Dreamer, I don't remember her name. Yeah, she. Her name. Yeah, you know how she starts to feel really bad about it. That's right. when you turn her. She starts to realize that they will do anything to make mutants do what they want. So in turn, she's just like, well, then I have to do whatever it takes to protect my family. So she's willing to go further. Cause that dude. Oh, and that would that would add on to the point where she was the one who wanted to blow the building up, and Andy exactly Andy, the bad one who we thought was bad turned goes good, and then her now she oh dude bong. And you see how as a writer you could have done it better, but instead oh. these guys play hopscotch and flip a coin with these characters, and we get this crap ass version where she yeah. she sees someone die because of a decision she makes, and goes immediately back to being like, yeah, it affected me, but we have to work. To together no <laughs> these people shot someone dead in front of you because you wouldn't do what they want they're evil you in kind and, yeah and yeah. they made you do what you didn't want to do in the first place exactly which got someone killed so for sure yeah. you're not gonna walk out of that the same person what yeah, you know what i'm true. saying <laughs> she shouldn't have walked out the same person but from one episode to the next she went right back to being kind of this She's less spoiled now because she's like, I'm on the run. But she's still kind of just a spoiled teen who doesn't get how yeah. serious the situation can be. Whereas her brother, who seemed slightly okay leading up to that moment, turns out to be the one who's just like, scorched earth. I didn't even get along with Dreamer, but I still want to burn the world to the ground. Like, come on. Anyways. What's, what's crazy, actually someone that we saw evolve into almost her dad is Polaris. Yeah for a season and I kind of like that they're making her sort of the new leader of the brotherhood yeah bringing the brotherhood back yeah um and you just see her outfit so it's always okay. funny to me whenever like characters yeah. go evil dude on a TV show. oh man <laughs> so I wrote in our group conversation if you guys are listening to the show we have a group conversation where we kind of plan the show and discuss this stuff on a weekly basis and I remember when I was watching it I sent a message to skinny in the chat being like I love everything Except for the fact that Polaris comes out here looking like an 80s uh, ladies, gorgeous ladies of wrestling character. <laughs> like the, the green so hair true. with the darker green lipstick and the studded leather jacket. I'm here yeah. with no fear. Polaris, I'm going to make you my bitch. And it's like, oh, my God. Dude, it was it's so pretty weak. much like that. It's pretty much it, like that. I was, was like, so oh, weak. why is she wearing a stuttered jacket now when she was just wearing regular clothes before? Just because you go evil doesn't mean your clothes have to Thank go evil, you. too. Well, well, guys, get the goatee. I feel like there's a store to go to. Like, the store has a site that says <laughs> evil, clothing. <laughs> evil clothing available. Here. And in that, and then the you barber gives you a goatee. Or, or if you can't grow the, the beard, they give you, like, a felt. Yeah. Like, in community, <laughs> they give you felt beard. Like, here you go. It's so yeah, man. It was so ridiculous. It was so so ridiculous. Um, I mean, but I did like I did like that she went evil. Well, yeah. we don't know yet that she's evil. She's just had a different. I don't know, dude. Uh, view she, and opinion she, on things from Marco, and she killed a lot of people. Though <laughs> she killed all those people on the plane. Oh yes, yeah. Like the, they're Here's not. Here's the thing. So yeah. you know how we said Lauren should have been the one that go bad, and because someone got shot in front of her. Yeah. She's had enough of running, and she realizes she has a kid coming into this yes. world. This guy on the other side with the humans is not going to stop chasing us and experimenting on us Perfect. mutants. And yeah. he's already caught me. And I kind of like yeah. escaped. And hard. I have a baby to bring into this world. 
if I don't take him down, he's going to kill me and my baby. Yeah. So I, I get that motivation. Motives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and it's funny because as everyone was trying to pull her back, which they couldn't because she's pretty much as strong as Magneto. Yeah. Uh, spoiler yeah. alert, she's Magneto's daughter. Yeah. Um, I really hope they actually she, mention that. She but. brings, yeah, they find out um, that the main guy who's chasing them is on the plane with the mayor, right? Is it the mayor of some city or yeah, he's like a senator? Yeah, like he's that. he's a senator and he's trying. They want to get a bill passed to move the hound program that ha- allows them to use mutants to hunt mutants. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's what the hound program is, and they yeah. find his. You know, they find out his flight plan, and she goes to their the airport and literally Takes, yeah. Blows brings the plane. the plane down from midair, like yeah. in the wow. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Because Polaris has like the same powers as Magneto. She can, yeah. you know, uh, manipulate metal and stuff. So yeah, it was that was an intense scene. I was like, whoa, like there's no coming back from this. Uh, so like, she's yeah, Doctor Campbell, yeah, Garrett Dillahunt, the character he was playing, the one you're talking about that day. Right. I actually because you, I found out that he's going to be moving to Fear the Walking Dead, the series. Right. So with Jenna Elfman and I think a few other people. So I was I was hoping they weren't going to kill him on the show because I was just like, well, I mean, I guess they they might have to because he might. Yeah, he's not in that many. Yeah, that's true. He's a guest star. He's not in that many scenes. But I don't know. I, I feel like one of the things in Hollywood is they don't like to share their actors. No. They don't. They don't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your toy pre- goes in my toy box, yeah. no one else's toy box. Bon- exactly. Jaws hit it right on the mine. head. Yeah. They. I mean, the 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 directors, the writers, the they like to know that if they call in an actor, they can be like, "You are in this episode. I don't care that you have another show to work on. We want you for this." So what happens if he blows up on the next show? Yeah, I, exactly. What happens? But that's what I'm saying. What do we like, do? It, he he's <laughs> the fact that the plane blows up with him. I. I like I I really didn't think they were going to make Lorna go that far. I didn't think they were going to make her blow up the plane. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, that character that actor is le- yeah. most likely leaving, I was like I feel like they have to do it. And then they did. And I I I kind of like it. I mean, yeah. it you well done. Yeah, you need your you need your characters to be evil sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh villains make stories, well, man. They make stories, so absolutely yeah and that's that's one thing as the season progresses like we we start to learn about these characters and we actually don't only focus on one or two it's like everyone kind of gets their own screen time yeah characters like come to identify with their own more direct and violent ways of doing things and that creates a rift and you start to see like the story evolve in this show and i actually see a lot more happening in season two now because of it i had my doubts at the beginning because I, I just wasn't sure how they were going to continue this whole Mutants on the Run thing. I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they actually surprised me so far. A couple of things are weak, for sure. Like, the plotting isn't very strong in some episodes. And we already obviously discussed a couple of things we had yeah. issues with. But yeah. they don't ultimately stop you from actually enjoying and just sitting back and, and, and taking this in. Yeah, it's not Gotham. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, not yeah. At all. Gotham's flaws make you want to jump out of a window and be like, I give up. Whereas, like, Gifted's flaws, <laughs> you can tell that the writers are just like trying to figure out where they're going and you can forgive them for the mistakes because you're like the greater good is you're trying to work on a good show right. and Gotham's just completely given up anyways I, the only reason I brought them is because they're both on Fox and you can see the juxtaposition of like when things are good in a superhero show and things are really bad in a superhero show same budget right I'm sure mm-hmm. similar budgets I, I'm, I'm guessing uh, you know um, but what, what what's funny about this the, the what you're saying right now is Earlier today, I was in a forum, a forum, 
I was, I think it was like a Reddit link or something like that. And they were talking about the gifted and someone said, did you guys notice how ABC kind of just like sold uh, the Inhumans? And then someone's like, well, yeah, because this is this. He's like, well, why aren't they? Why haven't they canceled the gifted yet? It's just as bad. Whoa, I was like, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> nah, man, that that person. I, like, <laughs> I could give that I person ten reasons. To... Sorry, go Tobes. You and I are about to say the same no, thing. Go ahead, go I ahead. was exactly. Yeah. I was about to actually just go off and start typing and preach. I, I, They're I trolling. They're trolling. <laughs> yeah, like, just... Don't feed the trolls. <laughs> like, there's no point. There's no point. Yo, there's, man, this is not on the same like precipice as as uh <laughs> at all is. not even at all anyways yeah. sorry you yeah. didn't have to pay movie ticket prices to go see the first episode exactly <laughs> and, and imax <laughs> imax exactly. and movie ticket prices oh excuse me disney and marvel wasted so much money trying to make that good and they had the opportunity to tell a good story and they wasted that opportunity one day yeah. you know what we'll actually all have to watch it and then discuss it because i haven't actually watched it so i can't say it's that bad i've only watched I the first watched two episodes either. and i hate the first two episodes and that says a lot because i'll watch almost anything <laughs> i said i'd watch the entryway to my building earlier in the show so if i can't get through the inhumans you know how bad that is hey brian will you watch this live dog shit no <laughs> no what if i put it in a feed a video feed hmm, let's see where this goes this might happen oh some flies hit it no you know oh. what though i would if anything i would watch people watching inhumans to see the reactions Ugh. but i wouldn't watch in yeah yeah i would do that You're, i would watch reactions I, I, that sounds like a but, snuff yeah, film. i don't know watch that. <laughs> jesus brian snuff film. god damn Anyways, what would you recommend the gifted to people, Tobes? About the gifted, yeah, I would actually. Yeah. It's it's as far as superhero shows go, it's right up there. Not the same kind of storytelling as Legion. Legion is kind of like in its oh, own world, God, it's, it's so its own. Good. Yeah, season one Can't of Legion. So that one to come back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. Um, but the gifted, uh, I definitely rated three out of five, and that's yeah. saving a lot. That's fair. Jaws D, you you're hitting us up with some games, dude. Yeah, Yakuza. Uh, so I am playing Yakuza 2 for the PS2 right now. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Are you playing it out on the P- uh, you, You're playing it on a PS2? On a PS2, yeah. yeah. Oh, you throw them back. Okay. Yeah, hardcore. Um, so recently, they've uh, in Japan, they've released Yakuza 2 uh, Kwame, which is an HD remake using the newer engine that they have uh, for this series. The series is already going into its sixth game on the PS4. Uh, right now, they have Kwame 1. And they have Yakuza 0 out for PS4 right now uh, in English in uh, the West, I would put it. Um, But the remake, they haven't said anything about it coming out uh, translated in um, the in the West yet. Hmm. But probably probably this year uh, we're hoping for it. Um, I guess they're probably seeing how well the sales for number six does. So Yakuza 2, you're playing as um, a uh, Yakuza enforcer. Uh, that was part of a clan called the Tojo. Um, and he, like, in the first game, uh, like, it's he's dealing with his uh, childhood friends that he grew up with at an orphanage. And uh, in the second game, he's trying to uncover this conspiracy uh, where somebody wants to have all the Yakuza clans across, uh, no, these two clans that are always warring to go in an all-out war. Hmm. And his did you, clan... Did you, say, did you say they were called the Tojo? Yes. To... To- like T-O-J-O? Yes, if I remember right. To- like my name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
Toby's like, God damn. <laughs> Yakuza's is out here using my initials. <laughs> and um, the game is really fun because the way it kind of works is more of a uh, open world. Sandbox? Not sandbox. Oh. Not hardcore sandbox. I it's sandbox. It's, o- it's open world and it has like RPG elements to it. Sandbox. So, um, Sorry. You like basically you walk around and explore like basically the downtown slash red light district of where you're hanging of where you are. How quick question? Mm-hmm. How long do you get to explore before it forces you into a mission? Because mm-hmm. games that are not sandbox, I notice sometimes like you just can't do anything until you like do the next mission. Um, there's actually a lot of stuff to do in between missions. Ooh, yay. So you can just, like, you'll be walking around, like, oh, let me check out this shot. Let me buy booze here. Let me eat uh, some ramen there. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I just shoot stuff up? And then, No, you don't shoot stuff up. Oh. It's mostly beat them up. It's mostly you fighting combat, hand-to-hand combat. Okay. And you'll walk around, and then someone will come out at you and be like, hey, man, I need your help with something. Or they'll bump into you, like, hey, oh. what are you bumping into me for? And then you'll yeah. get into a fight, and then you'll go into... Your fighting phase, which is like uh, a beat 'em up, basically. Okay. Right. And then you gain your experience that way, or you'll go but to play this. It's not open world like GTA. No, it? no, you no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't I get like to drive around. It's yeah. mostly like walking around because these plates, because Japan, uh, their city areas are very condensed. Yes. That's and true. it's very, and you just walk around basically. There might be some specific uh, aspects of the game where that, where you get to quote-unquote drive around but you might be doing something else okay so it's not really focused on that yeah but it's more so telling a story um what's really cool is that the side missions they're very entertaining they're very weird and silly sometimes um there's one where um (laughs) one that i just did recently where uh you end up uh fighting a bunch of yakuza guys and the patriarch invites you to like go to this club and you're like okay fine i'll like, like he's 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 paying for me and stuff you go to the club and you're like oh this is this club's a little bit off. Why is this girl trying to act like I'm a baby or something? And then he backs up and it turns out it's a club where the guys get to act out as babies and stuff. Oh, God. And then the guy's like... And it, so weird. And then the main guy's like, I'm, no, I'm not feeling this. I'm good, man. Thanks for your hospitality. And he's like, yo, you walking away from his hospitality? Yo, man. And, he, and you yeah, get into a fight. I don't want to be treated like a toddler. And you get into a fight. Oh, you get into a fight and... You're literally fighting all these like burly dudes in diapers. Oh God! <laughs> it's super silly. <laughs> um, there's other aspects where it's like these um, game creators have some weird fantasies out there. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's just and, and like you beat them up and you're like, yo, they're, man, they're Japanese, man. They have some weird <laughs> stuff. It's, <laughs> like, weird it's funny because you beat them up and like your main character is just like, yo, man. Um, just because everyone's not into your thing doesn't mean they're wrong. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, there's another one where I have to run a bar. So it's basically a host bar. So it's like uh, guys go to these bars to hang out with the women there, and the women are like, you know, kind of encourage you to drink a little bit more. Oh and yes, talk a bit there's more a name like for that actually. A hostess or cabaret, something like that. I'm hostess gonna look bar. it up because there's like host. A... I think it's host. I'll look it up. You continue. And so you have to like, so there's like a little mini game that goes on where you're running the bar. So you have to make more patrons come in, uh, make sure the girls that work there are happy working there, so they can get more guys to to pay more money at the bar and stuff like that and build up the reputation and stuff like that. And then there's another side mission where you are a host, a host at a bar. So this is like the reverse of it where it's women go there to hang out with these guys and stuff like that. And you're working your way up in the ranks of this host bar. So it's just really, I, I really enjoy it. The gameplay is really fun. Adomi. <laughs> Getting the real name. Uh, a hostess Domi is a Korean in LA town. It's it's girls who are there to get 
men or women mm -hmm. to sing karaoke and spend more on alcohol. There right. we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Continue. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I noticed. I noticed, Jaws. You're you're pretty like your I guess comic book and movie and TV show sort of action. If that's the right word, I can't think of any other word right now. It's more like Japanese based. Is there a reason why you like Japanese stuff more? Um, I just like uh, it's something that I've noticed I've grown up with. So like, but like you know, you're only able to like realize. Oh, look, that's anime. Like uh, back in the day, I would watch Saber Rider and the Star Sharers, Samurai Pizza Cats. Oh man, it's on Crunchyroll, and I've been watching it again. <laughs> Love Samurai Pizza Cats. Samurai was, uh, Pizza Cats. Yeah. yeah. Such a good show. It's because it, the, the dubbed version isn't even the same stories no, as the Japanese, which so, is great. So what happened was with that was that uh, they got the show and they're, all right, cool. Uh, where's the script for this show? Uh, and they're like, peace out, bye. And, yeah. And so they had nothing. So There's no to, script, so, so they, they just had wrote to, yeah, scripts. Yeah. So they had to look at what's going on and just piece together stuff. And that's why they're name dropping Garfield <laughs> yeah. in it and stuff and, and making fun of. Uh, they don't break the Ninja fourth Turtles. wall, but they reference the fact yeah. that they're. On TV, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty funny, man. It's pretty funny. But hey, I think sorry. the main show is even yeah, just as silly. Technically, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're breaking down the. I mean, they don't turn to the camera and say, "Hey, we're on TV," yeah. but they do acknowledge the fact that they're like on a like in a story, yeah, which is pretty funny. Anyway, sorry, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I just kind of dug it and like it, you know, when you're watching Dragon Ball Z with everybody and everyone's getting into it, and then you find you find other things that are in, are interesting as well. Um, that's, I guess the, the storytelling is a little bit different. Sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's really bad. So, I mean, there's no huge difference, but I feel like sometimes they're either more willing to be a bit more adult or willing to take more chances with their storytelling. And there's a lot of, uh, interesting stuff there. So I, yeah, that's why All I kind right. of lean towards it. And I also like, uh, gangster movies. And so like, I find it fascinating in different cultures. You always have different types of gangsters and their code will either change or they'll follow a certain specific code and there's always a hierarchy and stuff like that. So I always find that kind of stuff fascinating as well. Out of five, what would you give it? Uh, I haven't beaten it yet, but okay. uh, right now I'm. it's on a steady four, I find. Okay. Okay. I'm really, really, really digging it. Wow, all right. Awesome. So guys, we're going oh. into our uh, last segment of the show. Uh, that's Geek News and Rumors right now on Geektastic Cypher. Yeah, yeah. What's first on the docket, Doc? Uh, Mark Miller wants Tessa Thompson for a new Kick-Ass franchise. Uh, so if you guys have had book a... It. Sorry? <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said. I said book it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, ever since Tessa Thompson has played in... Um, Atlanta. Was she's in Atlanta? Oh no, that's the wrong person. Sorry, you're thinking Zazie. Yeah, 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 my yeah. bad, my bad. Tessa Thompson is uh, the one who played Valkyrie in the ah, Thor Ragnarok. Yes, yes. And, and she was uh, in... Um, what was it? Uh, dear white people. Yes. Yeah. 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 There we go. I'm, but I'm saying I, I'm making reference to comic book people. Oh, the comic okay. book industry yes, yes. are interested in working with her since she did such an excellent job as Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. um, so Mark Mil uh, Millar, sorry, that's true. I, I realized I was mispronouncing that. Who is currently working on a new version of the Kickass character? Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be. They're going to be moving away from the original character, Dave Lazowski, and it's going to be introducing a black woman named Patience Lee, who's a military veteran. And now rumor has it that Mark Millar is saying he would like to tap Tessa Thompson for if they ever turn the character uh, into a movie. Personally. It, Dude, I, I think I cannot it, wait for the first issue of this. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the comic. 
I think it would be amazing. I thought the comic was already out. Uh, the one with yeah. Patience Lee? Not yeah. that I know of. No? Okay. I don't think so. I remember hearing um, about it before, no. but I thought it was out in February. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, the thing is, I don't want Tessa Thompson playing the character if they ever do make a movie. Um, only because uh, I think she's a little too young to play the mom military veteran. Mm. I feel like she's a little too young to play that character. So who would you put? That's the thing. I can't think of anyone yet. I, I've tried. Uh, maybe it's uh, you. You want an unknown, or you know what? I, I, I'm always how old, for. How old do you think Patience Lee is? I don't know. I mean, we're gonna find out in the comic book. But I'm thinking if you're gonna do the character late 30s, early 40s, she could be a young mom. Yes, and don't yeah, get me wrong. So Mark Millar. Mark Millar actually uh, says she's in her 30s. She's in her 30s. Yeah, 30s yeah, with a so kid and a military background. I Tessa. Tessa's playing young. She should still be playing young. Like, that's the thing about Hollywood. Once you start playing older characters, they're going to start giving you older roles. And she's still pretty young. She doesn't need to be playing a mom with a military veteran's background. That's an interesting point of view. Yeah. You're probably right. Uh, that, at least that's what I've noticed about Hollywood. Once you once you take one of those roles mm. where you play the aunt instead of the older sister, you the auntie. That's how they do it. I know. New, new aunt may still hot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Aunt May. <laughs> new, new Aunt May's still hot. I don't know, man. No, but you know what? Like, think of it that way. They're still, they're still leaning on that angle. Marissa Tomei used to be, like, the hot girl. Yeah. She's now the hot aunt. Mm. They don't yeah. even, not even mom, not even grandma, aunt. Aunt. Auntie. Aunt, aunt is it's, like the lean. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Mm, I don't want to call her mom. I don't want to <laughs> call her grandma. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think, I, I mean, the don't get me wrong. Tessa Thompson could play anything she wants and she would do an amazing job. I'm just thinking career-wise, I don't think it's the right move for her. Putting all that boot camp yeah. stuff to waste yeah. and not letting yeah. her do that. What? <laughs> I, I'm very interested. I just, I'm just wanting to see what this story is about because it's not about a school. It's not about a school kid anymore who mm. wants to be a super, like a superhero. It's, how does she end up get you know from where she is yep. to now that's that's interesting to me so yeah. I probably a little bit more, write this. it's probably a little bit more believable than just like schoolboy uh right just can take a beating and then slowly I mean, learn. He ends to up fight. in the hospital and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know, he, I know. Like, but like that—that that was his whole deal that he could yeah. take a beating and he could still come back. But yeah, then he slowly learns how to. Definitely, fight. definitely no healing factors in that universe, though. Of course <laughs> like, not. boy, they put him in the hospital and they leave him there for a good minute. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, so you know, if Mark Millar, Mark Millar knows his people. He's writing the stories. He's a good writer. So well, he's also a guy that um, whenever he writes and has someone draw something, they always like say hey uh draw this character like this actor draw this character like that actor yeah he's very very much about that uh yeah if, if you ever read wanted if you ever oh. read ultimates wanted's beautiful but uh, god i hate the movie <laughs> anyways i'm not gonna go back into ultimate chili yeah 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 um next up we have some marvel news which is pretty pretty cool uh they're gonna be doing the hunt for wolverine that's how the picture is yeah yeah it comes it's like, out the ball it's like him coming out of like an adamantium ball or something i don't really know well because i remember in the quote unquote the end of wolverine he's like oh encased. the statue yeah he's, he's encased, encased in adamantium yeah uh, I mean, Dang. it's going to be the Hunt for Wolverine Alpha One, which is going to be coming out in April, uh, from writer Charles Sewell and artist David Marquez. I'm I'm excited for Wolverine to come back. I mean, uh, I've been reading Weapon X recently with uh, Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, Lady Deathstrike, Domino, um, Warpath, just everybody from Weapon X. Yeah, is it, well, that's Union. the whole the yeah, whole exactly. the whole story is about them taking the name back. Mm. They're taking it back. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
Uh, it makes me think that porch monkey joke. Uh, yeah, that's, he, what, I was that's what I know too. you. I, I knew like, that's uh, what you were thinking. I oh saw God, the I'm face. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. No, on that. But yeah, they're, they're, you know, the we, we, Sabretooth says we're taking the name back, and then they start referring to themselves as the Weapon X team. Uh, <laughs> and then the all new Wolverine, who's Laura, shows up X twenty three. And so, I mean, now that I've seen that team and seen what they can do, I I respect the characters and I respect what Marvel was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and Wolverine, they got rid of Wolverine at a point where they kind of had to because Wolverine was on too many teams. Yeah. But then they did the same with Old Man Logan because Old Man Logan's in Weapon X. He's also on <laughs> X Gold or Blue or whichever one. So I mean, no Everyone matter what wants Wolverine, I know, and that's the thing. Like you got to be whether willing it's to... an old man, a clone, or yeah. a woman. Everybody wants Wolverine. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how excited I am about this. I think it'll be cool, but you don't. I mean, it was you killed Wolverine for a reason, and I'm okay with that. So I, they're bringing hey, you everyone know the back. One rule, right? Yeah, no one's dead. Put, put no the, one's dead. Put, put the old man back to work. The only person that's still dead in comic book history, it used to be Jason Todd, Bucky, Bucky. and Uncle Ben were the three well, that thought, were never supposed Stacey. to. I thought Gwen Stacy was the other one. Uh, some people say Gwen Stacy. Some people say Uncle Ben. Okay. I mean, like we talked about, yeah, those yeah. are both important. But those were the three or four characters that no matter what, mm-hmm. you're never supposed to resurrect them because it would change the course of the character's motivation. Yeah. And they brought two of them back. F Jason everybody. Todd and they brought back Bucky. Don't get me wrong. They brought back right. Bucky in an amazing way. Yeah. But the motivation for Cap changes, or I guess it doesn't really change, but mm-hmm. it affects him. Right. And Jason Todd definitely affects Batman because yeah, yeah. he had the damn costume up in a glass display mourning the death of this. The whole reason he didn't want to have other Robins afterwards is because because of Jason Todd. My, my favorite is when uh, the Red Hood comes back and they fight and he finds out who it is. And he's like, why is this man still alive? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, why didn't you? He killed me. He killed me. He killed me. And, and this- running around this moment. What is wrong with you? Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's a great story. I mean, I respect the way they brought him back, yeah. but you know, those were the characters. Uncle Ben and Gwen Stacy still not having come back. Spider Man still running around mm-hmm. with the the huge weight on his shoulders. Yep. So, anyways, Wolverine, they could have killed. Fact him. is, if someone that works at Marvel or DC tells you they're killing a the character, don't believe them. They'll come back. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> Uh, speaking of why isn't this man dead, the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, if you guys have been mm-hmm. paying attention to the kind of random news on the internet, this one is, uh, there is a fan petition on change.org to bring the Joker, be- to reveal that the Joker is an openly gay character. Um, there's a huge, yeah, there's a whole thing explaining about the character's history and why they believe the character is openly gay and they feel that people should be, they should have the Joker represent the gay community. Now, <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, yeah. you go first and I'll go after. So my thing with this is the Joker shouldn't represent any community. <laughs> the LGBTQ community in the entertainment ish, ish, in industry as a whole doesn't always get the most positive representation. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of clouded imagery. There's a lot of, you know, th- they're tricking us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hiding who they are if they're trans. Uh, you know, lesbians aren't really, well, sorry, bisexuals aren't really bisexual. They're just figuring out and going through a phase. Yeah, yeah. You know, lesbians are just women who don't understand what they want. Mm-hmm. Gay men are just, they decided to be gay. All stupid ideas yeah, that yeah. Hollywood uh, perpetuated for a long time 
we're somewhat getting to a better place for LGBTQ characters. Star it's Trek a, Discovery having an openly a, gay couple. It's a slow and steady process. Slow, same thing. LGBTQ, black community, both of us have felt the the long walk to proper representation in our communities. So I got to ask this dude from Russia who's asking for the Joker to be openly gay. Why would you want the Joker one of the most broken, evil, crazy characters in the world to represent your community in any which way or form. I don't even want him representing heterosexuality, let alone homosexuality or any other group. He should be asexual and not to put anything on asexuals, but just to be like, he has no sex drive. He's just all craziness, and that's what it is. What did you explain to him in Harley Quinn then? Well, he, they have a kid. They have Duella. So I, I Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Like I can Oh, you're he's saying like positive? Yeah, oh, well, he's not because he doesn't he is nothing. He is everything. Joker it just is. Yes, yes. You know? That's a better yes. They, they shouldn't <laughs> they shouldn't categorize him as gay. He should just be the yeah. Joker. Chaos. Chaos. He has sex with yeah. men, women, Dogs, monkey, he don't care. It's literally whatever he's feeling in that moment. That's exactly what he wants. He's not one thought. He is many. Good point. Yeah. I mean, Toby broke it down. That's exactly it. There shouldn't be an yeah. orientation to someone like the Joker. He's just the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, he has, he has feminine traits. He wears lipstick and stuff. I get it sometimes, you know, but. I don't even think that's why that. they're saying he's. They're just saying he like in the comment. They're essentially saying he's in love with Batman. And that they should be willing to oh, acknowledge yeah, that's that. True too. Yeah, he is in love with Batman. His love for Batman comes from <laughs> an obsession. Do. We all know that. We get it. Yeah. yeah. But that has nothing <laughs> to do why. with sexuality. Yeah. That you can be aromantic or asexual, or you can also be you, like he could be asexual but be romantically obsessed with the idea of Batman. Mm -hmm. Like that, he doesn't want to fuck Batman. He just wants to fuck with Batman. <laughs> So and by the way, I don't I don't mean to say all gay people wear lipstick and <laughs> yeah. feminine drink. This is literally something they pointed out in the in the petition. Yeah, in the petition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're actually just These aren't my words. If anything, the petition is like, and that's why Jaws D actually said it earlier before we were uh, on air. They're trolling, and he says that it's like the Russians are just trolling for yeah. silliness because like when you read the thing and it's just like he wears lipstick well homie step back that <laughs> lipstick has nothing to do with being gay yeah. effeminate characteristics don't play that there's there's no don't don't try and shoehorn somebody in because of those traits that's <laughs> bull so anyways yeah yeah <laughs> uh toby what's next what, what did it, what's next up here uh ryan uh, reynolds we got yeah ryan reynolds maximum effort is production company yeah uh, makes a three-year deal with Fox. Uh, I guess three-year just production deal with yeah. Fox. Um, and the first movie they're going to be making is based on the board game Clue. <laughs> of course he would. That sounds exactly <laughs> like something Ryan Reynolds would do. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan. I just see. I just see Goofy in my head. Yeah. And that's exactly. That's exactly it. Ryan Reynolds, you finally have all the money and uh, production company. What do you want to do? I want to make a Clue movie. What? <laughs> you already have one. My character is going to be like Hercule Poirot, but not necessarily Hercule Poirot, just a detective. No, 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 yeah. Just go off. He's I'm so weird. Burn. I mean, he's writing it with the Deadpool writers. Yeah. So maybe he has some crazy good ideas or something about how to make this movie, but that's weird. white clue. I don't know. I think we'll that's super weird. But yeah, I mean, uh, super quick. Speaking of first deal, for first look deals, 
Uh, Tiffany Haddish also signed a first look deal with uh, HBO recently, which is big news. I'm happy for her. I mean, uh, Haddish has been on uh, a climb right now, mm-hmm. uh, Girl Trip, and uh, all and hosting SNL, and just kind of being a force to be yep, reckoned that's, with. That's a good picture right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Her, <laughs> Get that money. Yeah. There's that yeah. one picture of her in the red suit where she's like. Just killing it. She's so proud and so happy. She got the fist, like the fist. Yeah, like coming down, like yes, like touchdown, like nailed yeah. it. Yes, nailed it. That that would be the red suit nailed it picture. That is actually the best <laughs> the, the the description. Uh, but yeah, she has a first look I think, deal. With- I think she's actually gonna be on. Uh, okay. sorry, 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 you're gonna have to repeat it. You cut out for a bit. Oh, sorry. I think she's actually gonna be on. Fifty Cent has a show coming up called The Oath. Okay. I think she's going to be in that show. Yeah, oh, she, cool. She's also in that uh, the show we brought up last week. Uh, the Chai? The, oh, the no, OG. The Last OG. The Last OG. Yes, she plays the ex who was raised, ex-girlfriend who's raising kids. I'm sorry. With her new partner. Okay. It's not the Oath TV show. It's the Oath a movie that's coming out. Uh, it's a thriller oh. with Ike Barinholtz, actually. Oh. That's that's the one. That's a comedy yeah, She's then? already making moves. Is it's it crazy. a comedy thriller? Because uh, It's like satir- satirical thriller, yeah. Oh, so okay. I think it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she also she has with a serious role. I see her doing that. Yeah. She also has a book, The Last Black Unicorn, that she released last uh, last month uh, mm-hmm. from Gallery Books. It's uh, already a New York Times bestseller. And uh, she has a special Tiffany Haddish. She's ready. Premiered on Showtime last year. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. 2018 is a big year for her. And I mean, HBO is smart enough to recognize her talent and sign her up. Get get that deal signed so that she doesn't go off to someone else. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, and don't let that hype train run out. Ride it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, HBO is also sticking with uh, other black queens. Two dope queens uh, got a four-part HBO special um, confirmed. Uh, so if you guys ever listen to their podcast, Two Dope Queens, awesome podcast. I listen to it all the time. Uh, Phoebe and um, oh man, how did I just forget the other girl's name? Like I would dare say the more famous of the two, Jessica, Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson uh, have their podcast and they're going to be getting the the HBO special. I will. I just wanted to point out the titles for the four episodes <laughs> of the special because I think that's the funny part. First one, New York. Okay, cool. All right. Second one, Hair. Yeah, you know. Those are the two episodes that were sent to critics to review. Uh, you know, the, if you're a critic, you're just like, that doesn't sound too bad. Mm-hmm. The third one, Hot Peen. What? <laughs> 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 if you listen to their podcast, that makes perfect sense. Uh, and then the last one's Blurds, which I'm very excited about because I think um, from what yeah. I, if you've seen the trailer for that little trailer they did for HBO, they already, they, they keep joking about Game of Thrones and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that they themselves are Blurds. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, they call each other Coco Khaleesi. Yes, no. yeah, 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 they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do have jokes like that. It's and pretty that's pretty cool. cool. It's a pretty cool concept. It's kind of like maybe going to be like the Ricky Gervais show. You know how him and uh, Carl Pilkington sits down and like there's yeah. a cartoon of what they're saying. Well, this one up here and there. This one I think is going to be more because on their podcast they have stand up acts. So I think it's going to turn into kind of like a live version of their show where because the, the podcast is always the intro with them joking around, acting silly. And then that turns into them introducing the first act and then the act comes on stage. Mm. So it's kind of like an it's essentially an HBO comedy special. It just so happens that they get to be the host. Okay. And it's awesome. It's really good. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it's... Produ- oh, no. Phoebe's other podcast was produced by Ilana Glazer from... Um, bruh, bruh, what's the other show? I can't remember right now. 
Two Broke No. Oh, man. uh no, not Two Broke Girls. No, uh, I know. Something City. Something City. Oh, uh Oh no, I can't believe it. <laughs> Broad City. Broad City. Which go. is a which is like a rich man's version of Two Broke Girls. No, none right, of this right, poor right. man version crap. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my apologies for anyone who's listening who loves that show, and I feel bad for forgetting the name because it's a wonderful show. Um, yeah, Jordan Peele, guys, get out. Some hot nominations, y'all. Four nominations. Win everything. At the S- gotta win everything. You think it'll win all of them? So first Dude. off, it's nominated for Best Picture, Best Director for Jordan Peele, Best Original Screenplay for Jordan Peele, and Best Actor for Daniel uh, Kaluuya. I, I want to... Okay, so... Hmm. I think he's gonna. I don't think. I actually feel he should win, like, because it is probably the best original screenplay I've seen in the past like five, ten years. I yeah, don't know. people have been saying that. Just original. Yeah. Um. I want. I want him to win best screenplay, and as he's going up, I like. The, I like. I like best director too. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say I want him to win best screenplay, and as he's going up, it'll be like this is the first time a. Uh, a black movie that's not about slavery wins <laughs> best original screenplay. Oh, that'd be interesting. Snap. That would be interesting. Oh, set in the modern times. <laughs> a movie set into the modern times. As soon as he steps on stage. Yeah, he should say that's that no amazing. matter which one he wins. If even if Daniel wins, he should go up with Daniel and be like, by the way, <laughs> this is the first time someone's won for not playing a slave. So I don't I don't think Daniel Kaluuya is going to win, but I think he has better odds now that James Franco is out of the running too. Oh. Yeah, well James Franco, I mean, that snub was needed. I feel I feel so Did you see yeah, the picture? I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm okay with that snub. I don't care. I just feel like this helps his chances now yeah. at least being recognized, you know. Yeah, Casey Affleck should have got a snub last year too. Anyway, sorry. But did you see that picture yeah. of uh Hugh Jackman at the Golden Globes when uh um When Franco won? When Franco won, he's like but what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty he's, funny. He's pretending to be another dude. I'm playing a character that doesn't exist in the real world. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny though, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that's huge. Uh, Get Out was, uh, you know, people joke about what the movie is, um, but Jordan Peele def- definitely has the directing chops. Yeah. He has a talent. And and for that reason, from what I understand, he's got he, a voice. He's got he has a voice, he has a vision, and he's leaving acting. Uh, they, the, another yeah. another story came out recently that said... Uh, him and Daniel Day Lewis are both retiring from oh, the yeah, acting yeah, game. That was pretty funny. Um, which Put I them th- on the same uh, level. Like yeah, that. and I mean, I get it, dude. If you can make, like, at, first of all, everyone's throwing money at him for the, his next big plan. Like right. we talked, we talked about that on the show before. Everybody wants him mm-hmm. doing something. So, uh, I mean, I understand him saying like, well, I'm not going to take time away from the production and the directing and the writing Mm -hmm. to continue acting on other people's projects. Yeah. He might come out of it for people who he respects. I I could see him still doing uh, Obama here and there. Yeah, exactly. I could see that. Which is, you know. Uh, I don't know about that one. I think think the last. That that character is kind of (laughs) dead. I think the last thing I saw or the last funny thing I saw with that character was. He's teaching one of his daughters to drive, and they got pulled over by the cops. Uh. And he was like, "Oh, you know, don't don't uh, treat me any differently. You would treat anybody else." And then he gets slammed on the hood of the car, and uh. it's like, "Um, that's not what I was trying to." I feel like get that's at. a Key and Peele sketch. It's probably a Key yeah. and Peele sketch. Uh, I know that it, for one of the things that I heard when he was directing Get Out, though, was sometimes to get the actors like kind of to break them out of it because you know you've been on set all yeah, day you're super tired. heavy he would direct as obama in the voice <laughs> and stuff like that that's i mean funny. stuff like that's gonna make him a fun director because he has that he's, he has uh, that ability he, he's doing voice acting though on, on big mouth he's the duke 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, he might do some small, yeah, yeah. yeah. voice right. acting stuff. But you know. actually, himself on the big yeah. screen, maybe he's really not yeah, he's done but him, He looks, he's great at directing, and if he has more fun doing this than acting, then bring on more stuff from Jordan Beale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign me up. I agree, one hundred percent. Super small. Uh, this quick one: the Marseille Martin from Blackish. She plays the 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 uh, youngest daughter on the show, thirteen years mm-hmm. old. And is going to be executive producing her own project already. Damn. At 13. Also, oh, like, uh, pulling a, um, a Nick Cannon then. Was Nick Cannon 13, though? He was pretty young. Uh-oh. He's like young, maybe 16 or something. Like, yeah, when he dude, was working at, uh. Um, Want to know what's funny about that? What you just said is this, she's writing it with the drumline scripter. Yeah. 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 But she's, <laughs> dude, 13 years old, you're on a hit show, and then you're going to turn around and be like, hey, by the way, I've written an original idea I want to produce. That's it's, impressive. It's never too late to beef up your resume. Yeah, seriously. Life lesson. Never too late to beef up that resume. <laughs> Yo, nods to her, man. She's doing big things at 13. I can't wait to see how she takes over the world at like 24. You know, she's going to be running a studio or something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a huge project for her. Um, she plays the youngest daughter on uh, Blackish and uh, she she has talent. It's there. So that's that's hey, cool. All the women on Blackish are super talented. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, and then the last, what are the last few things we have? What did, uh, what else do we have here? John uh, Cena. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is pretty cool. John Cena, <laughs> John Cena is in, is in talks to star in Duke Nukem. Yes. Do it. Do it. Print <laughs> it. It looks How? exactly like Duke Nukem and I never put two and two together before. Print it. <laughs> so I, all I, mean, I, all I remember is that Duke Nukem hunts aliens. Yes. Is that? <laughs> and he's, and he's filthy. Yes, he's that's filthy. All you need to know. He's filthy mouth. He spits one-liners from '80s movies. Oh, that's I'm dope. I'm here to t- kick ass, and was it? I'm here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh God, he's yeah, one of those. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know much about the the game. I haven't. Uh, it's it's a right. It's a silly shooter. Yeah, get first into mischievous. Yeah, first yeah. person shooter. Get into mischief. Um, you know, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah. That was, that John was Cena really nothing, does nothing more to it. He really does look like Duke Nukem, though. Like when they put the pictures side by side, yeah. it ki- uh, kind of looks almost like someone time traveled, <laughs> saw John Cena, went back in time, <laughs> drew John Cena in a video game, and said, "One day when he's older, he'll play this character." Because uh, apparently he likes uh, video games and he does like anime. Apparently, one of his favorite favorite animes is um, what was it, Fist of the North Star? And I think it's one of his favorite video games I mean, is. Um, I, I believe it. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Command and Conquer, I think. Damn, that's and dope. everyone's like, "Wait, what? That can't be right." And it's like, "No, apparently it's Command that and is, Conquer." That's very specific. That is so cool. So I look forward to it. I think it's a good idea. And yeah, I mean, kudos to John Cena. I look forward to that movie. I think it's going to be a. Uh, I, the one thing that scares me is Michael Bay's name is somewhat attached, and I don't trust that dude to do anything. But we'll see. It could it could go either yeah, we'll pain see. and pain and gain kind of way yeah that was fun silly and no, balls to the wall i think i think it's going to be even cheesier it's it's not going to really be it's just watch it for fun yeah. there won't be anything Ni- to this. 90s cheese that's fair that's fair yeah, yeah. and uh the speaking lo- of 90s yeah speaking of 90s this last piece uh mighty ducks tv series in the works uh so and emilio estevez is is attached apparently that's yeah, what i was hearing i don't know like any care no, it's more a matter of if you were a kid in the '90s, this was. I mean, this we, was one of those movies you watched. Yeah, I every mean, '90s kid watched Mighty we, Ducks. We already had Friday Night Lights. Yeah, we already had One Tree Hill. Yeah, 
Um, why not a hockey series? Why not? Yeah, I mean that's fair. Why not? And the and the the, the property did make a lot of money back in the day, and it spurred a like Mighty Ducks became so popular. There was a team. There was a move. There was a cartoon. Yeah. So the franchise itself, you know, starts off with these that silly movie, but it turned into something big. Yeah. So I mean. It turned into it turned into, it, it meld like molded itself in, into a culture. Yeah, yeah. The whole team renamed itself. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think Disney actually owned that team for a bit. Yes, and then they when did. they finally got when they finally decided to okay, we're not owning this anymore. It's called the Ducks now. Yeah, so they cut the mighty, the mighty. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean that those are pretty interesting. I, Dis- I'm interested. I, I would watch it. I'd watch the pilot. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch. I want to see where to go with it. Yeah, I want to see the new cast. I mean, this this movie, as much as we laugh, it launched the careers of Keenan Thompson, or what? What? He didn't launch his career, but he pushed him more out in the yeah, fo- exactly. the knuckle puck. Knuckle puck yeah. was the big thing. Uh, and then on top of what's, that, what's the other Joshua Jackson? Yeah, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, from Dawson's Dawson's Creek. Yeah. he started out on this. Emilio Estevez, the you know he was already a name, but this was kind of his family friendly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Come but on, all, get, the, get the last guy in there, the Froggy from yeah, da- Daredevil. Go, yeah, no, I know, and I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, my bad, uh, my bad. Froggy from Daredevil, and then also the young girl who who in the, who's in the first movie uh, ends up. Um, I can't remember her name now. Uh, I'll have to look it up, but uh, maybe that'll be what we'll start off the show with next week when mm-hmm. I find it. Ah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I mean, the, the there's a lot of actors and young actors who ended up with opportunities, and you can see all those 90s kids from all those movies that we recognize you know the new number numerous 90s movies mm-hmm. they're all in it so this is fun uh, as a tv show we'll see we'll see I, yeah. I don't know disney makes some weird decisions uh i oh, think one, one little bit of news real quick yeah remember how we spoke about jumanji last last episode yeah manji or jumanji jumanji tomato, tomato. whichever jumanji. um it because it's actually sony's biggest Non Spider Man movie. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. It's been at the top of the it's been <laughs> it's at the top over. of the box office for a month almost. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Unexpected. Yeah. Seventh uh, highest grossing movie released in last year. Do you do that we makes want, sense? Do you want to talk about Black Dynamite teaser? Oh, I had one more piece of news. Oh, go for uh, it. What they do in the shadows is getting a possible FX reboot. Ah. Uh, so, you yeah. know, Watiti, who directed uh, Star Wars, uh, not Star Wars, sorry, we wanted Thor to direct Star Wars. Thor Ragnarok um, is, uh, and his partner, well, not really his partner, but one of the actors from the movie, Jermaine Clement, um, are working on bringing a, a version of the, what they do in the shadows to FX. So uh, what about the movie that the sequel? I'm that, guessing the sequel is not going to happen. It's going to get turned into the series because oh. I don't see them doing both. Okay. But hey, you never know. Mm. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe it might diverge and like one still about the people from uh, New Zealand. And then the show is about people in Nor- uh, America. North America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They that, could that, kind of, right? 100% a way they could do it. And it would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry. And then Black Dynamite, you were saying? Uh, there's, uh, was it Michael Jai White dropped a teaser, uh, a small teaser, an actual teaser. 20 seconds? Yeah. yeah. Of, uh, Black Dynamite lighting a stick of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a bushel of dynamite. With a cigar? With a cigar. Yeah. And, uh, so stay tuned. More news in 2018. Yeah, man. So new movie. Uh, people are assuming or guessing it might be a Western because he said before that, they wanted to kind of explore more different uh, popular types of movies, genres of movies in the 70s. Okay. So they, had the, they did the black exploitation and then maybe a Western and who knows for the last one. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Soaps, what do you want to say? Anything else you want to tell the people? 
Not much right now, man. Just uh, it's been great. See you next episode. Jazzy, catch me on uh, Transformers Slag on YouTube. Catch me outside. <laughs> How about that? Uh, so if you guys want to always make sure you follow along with us on Twitter and Instagram, it's a strong Franklin. Uh, if you want to get us uh, on Facebook, it's f- facebook.com slash Franklin Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, you can also get to our YouTube page by going to tinyurl.com slash Franklin Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M. Uh, all that stuff is available on our franklinarmstrong.com website. Uh, if you guys want to follow along to any of our stuff, all our stories, we tend to post links and uh, tweets about the things that we've discussed on the show. So make sure to follow us on Twitter or Facebook, all the social media. And uh, the schedule is we do the show live on Wednesdays. If you're listening to this podcast, it means it is Friday or after Friday because the episode has been released. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, you are one of our YouTube streamers who's listening to it on Monday because we're going to release the live show that we're going to do on Wednesdays. The Friday is going to be the podcast. And on Mondays is when the YouTube goes up for you guys to uh, stream along. That's it. That's all, guys. It's been a fun one. Uh, thank you for it's tuning real. in. It's been real. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Geektastic Cypher here on FranklinArmstrong.com. We'll be back next week with another episode. Take care. Peace. Love. Don't drink and drive. Always wear your Jimmy Caps because safe sex is good sex. Peace. Follow. <laughs>